It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. You're saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. Alright. Welcome back to Cocky Nation Podcast. We have just figured out how to play music during the recording. So that intro was live. I did the fading out by myself with the YouTube uh, volume bar. So that was pretty neat. Let's hope this works. This could just break everything. This is very. Well, it's a we'll very see. realistic possibility that this breaks everything. We'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. But this is episode 14, which is probably going to be uploaded about the same time as 12 and 13. Because uh, we're in finals week now. So you're going to have to cut us some slack. Yeah, BOA and Thanksgiving really hit us hard. Oh, yeah. Well, we couldn't upload. I don't even have the lineup pulled up. That's how ill-prepared I am. I was so excited that we figured this thing out. And now I can just... It's been... I can just do whatever I want. And I'm really excited about it. And <laughs> let me pull up the lineup. You have it pulled up. Just, just, just go ahead and rip through it. Tell us what we got going on. All right. Well, first, let's talk about the football season. Were you going to go through the lineup as a little preview of what's going on, like what we're going to talk about today? When we did that. It's been. Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's. All right. So now. <laughs> Does Eric have that out of, out of the system now? It's Okay. Sorry. Whew. Today on Cockin' Nation, episode 14, we'll review football season. We're going to talk about basketball, women's, men's, uh, and we're going to hit some overlooked sports. And then predictions. And I think we're going to try to call Caleb, because he's not here. He's sick. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to call him and see if we can get his thoughts. Let's just go for it. What were we talking about first? Review on the whole football season. Uh, grade it out of 10. Not out of 10. A, B, C, D, E, F. Pluses and minuses included. Give it a grade. C minus. I'm going to go uh, D minus. Borderline F. The only reason I don't give it a D plus or lower is because we have a really good win over what was at the time number four Eastern Washington. That's what's preventing me from going to an F at this point. Because they... they it was Eastern Washington number four at the time, but now who finished seven and five? Yes, but in retrospect, that win does not look as as impressive as we were hoping it would. And see, this happens to us every season when we have a non conference team ranked in the top fifteen, and we play them. We beat them, and then they end up not having a great season. So, does that say something about our football team or? about their football team, or... I mean, there's no way of telling. This is how I feel about her. I'm going to play some sad music in the background while we talk about football season. Why? Can you hear that? No. Yes, I can, actually. Okay. Let me skip ahead. There we go. All right. (laughs) I just... Very disappointing. We had such high hopes. I remember coming in... To the first couple... I'm sorry, this is really funny. (laughs) The first couple episodes of our podcast, we were so hopeful. 
We, I think we had JSU at seven at the very beginning of the year. Seven or six. A lot of people were saying we had top three talent in the whole nation. And I still believe that we had top three talent in the nation. Um, now, with the graduation of Josh Pearson, uh, Trey Berry's hurt. I don't know if he's going to return for the he beginning of be next season. Able to return next this music's season. ramping up. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. <clears throat> he should be able to return for the beginning of next season. Uh, Coop, obviously, is not going to go to the draft. Which was a topic of conversation on our very first podcast for some stupid reason. All in all, I was very disappointed with this football season. Uh, missed playoffs for the first time in how long? Since 2013. 2013? 2012 was the last time we didn't get playoffs. When was the last time we didn't have a winning record? Early 2000s. Okay, enough of that. (laughs) This is going to break everything. I don't know how this is going to sound in post, but to us, it sounds really good in the headphones. It sounds great. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, at this point, I'm glad the season is over. Me too. Um, I'm ready for us to start focusing on possible coaching changes. Obviously, you know, obviously you want to go to the playoffs, but um, once you reach a point when you know you're not going to the postseason. You're just kind of wanting to get to a point where change can happen, and that doesn't happen until the season's over. You know, So now we're at a point where change can happen. And there was an article posted today, yesterday. By the Chanticleer. By the Chanticleer. Um, and the gist of it was uh, Coach Gross may be a good football coach, but he is very loyal to his staff, i.e. coordinators, and it's holding us back. And I completely agree with that. I do too. He had a really good comparison to the Titans in he did. 2017. It's I'm been... Really <laughs> so I'm really hoping that, they, that Gross and Sites really sit down with each other and be like, look... Either you have to change something, or you're gone. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's what you got to do if your sites. I don't know what else you can do when your program goes six and six, and every year has been on a decline since Cross has been head coach. In my personal since opinion, since 2015. Yeah, um, I feel like every year has been a decline, and I think there are ties. Like we talked about, on, I might have been episode 12. That's gonna go. We talked about how our like whole coaching staff, it's all JSU people. You know? And uh we I get it, you know, I get the the coaching for your school thing and it's a pride thing, but you know we kinda need to increase our recruiting pool outside of Jacksonville State University to try to get some good coaches. And Gross is just too loyal to his coordinators. Um I wanna say Jimmy Ogle's wife works as in some administrative role she at does. the school. So that's going to be tough, but I don't know. I just think there needs to be some some cleaning up done. Well, with Jimmy Ogle, with his wife working here, I think he has definitely gotten complacent. Yeah. Like, I've coached here for 
many years now. My wife works at JSU. I feel like I can slack off and still be coaching here the next season. No, that's not how coaching works, Mr. Yeah. Opal. It's not how it works. You've got to stay on your game every year to keep your job. And we, we've talked a lot about the coaching and the attitude and the atmosphere of complacency that's been brought into this program. So if you want to hear more about that, just go back a couple episodes. You'll find it. We've been talking about it most episodes. So I don't want to get too bogged down on that right now. Um, I think we saw some promising stuff. Trey Berry's a monster. KJ um, Stefferson is a monster. KJ a monster. Our, Yul Gowdy's a monster. Yul Gowdy's a monster. Uh, Marlon Bridges, rip, rest in peace, because he was a senior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yul Gowdy. Freshman, I think. No way. Really? we got to fact check that. I'm not sure, but this is the first season I've seen him play. Sophomore. Redshirt sophomore. That's why we didn't see him play last year. So, so we got a couple, a couple more years with Yul. Offensive line. Looked terrible at the beginning of the year, but they shaped up to be pretty mediocre to where we weren't talking about them a lot. Yeah, so so the fact that we stopped talking about them, pretty good sign. The secondary was terrible. Looked Uh, terrible. Yeah, let's let's just leave that. Zarek did not look great this season. He had his Mm -hmm. moments. I would say this is a mediocre season for Zarek. Mm -hmm. I think last year was a better season. When you have wide receivers... Coming up to you after a play or after an offensive drive and getting in your face for you not passing to them when they were wide open and we could possibly score, there's something going on wrong with you. Yeah, it became a problem. He was just missing wide open people. And like we've said, I it just looks to me like Zarek just does not read the field like an elite quarterback. He can pass. He can run okay. Um, it just seems like his football IQ is just not quite up to par. He's talented. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, I, I could be way wrong. It just looks to me like he just stares down his primary receiver. And if his primary receiver doesn't get open, then the play's a bust. It doesn't matter who else is open on the field. If his, he just stares on his primary receiver. That's why he gets picked off so often. People jump his routes, at least in my opinion. It's because the coaches tell him who his primary receiver is, and he just stares him down the whole play. Um, Eric is having <laughs> way too much fun. I'm having a great time. Now that we figured this out, oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless. Endless. Uh, before um, we move on, I'd like to give a shout-out to fellow OVC members, South, uh, Southeast Missouri State and Austin P. It's been one week since you looked at me. For making the playoffs. Uh, Austin P got their first playoff win in their first playoff appearance ever. Go P. Good for them. Dismantled Furman and they play Sacramento State this week in good old California. Good old California. And and Simo got dismantled by Illinois State. Rest in peace, Simo. Um, Austin P really showed that they're the best team in the conference this past week. Yeah, so. good for them. All right, so let's move on to some basketball reviews. Let's start with the Fort Valley State women's game. 
I know zero about this game. Do you got the stats pulled up? I do. I have not been able to keep up with the basketball teams as they've been away. Like, I've seen the results, but I haven't been able to watch the games. I do know now. I don't know how much we all believe in, oh, wow, this team beat this team by 15, and they only beat this other team by two, so that means that other team must be better than the A team. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know how much you guys believe in that. I only believe in it when it works in my favor. So in this case, I believe in it. Virginia. That's men's. Let's wait till that. Oh, we're not, oh, we're talking about women's, women's first. Yes. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'll wait then. Five days. We beat Fort Valley State 87 to 65. Good for us. Our women's uh, are looking good. From what I saw at home, they were looking good. It, this, so this might have been uh, after halftime we pulled starters situation. Probably. What was the difference? It was like 20-something. Yeah, it was like 22. Yeah. So this might have been a 30-ball game had we kept the starters in. Maybe 40. <laughs> yeah. So, no more to say on that game. Uh, we, Fort Valley State is a D2 or NAIA team. So it, it was pretty much a given win for us. All right. So next game is Northern Kentucky Norse. That's their nickname. Norse? Norse. The Norse? Their logo is two swords with a Viking hat. Wow. Don't know what a Norse is, but we'll go with it. I'll play Thor's theme song since they're Norse. Anything about that game you want, you want to say? Um, we lost only by three, and it was at the it was the start of the Florida International Thanksgiving Classic. Oh, that's um, right. Both of our basketball teams traveled during Thanksgiving week. Um, our highest score uh, during this game was Hawks with eighteen points. Um. And then our bench did not have a whole lot of points. Um, total of 20. Yeah, so, I think you're going to have to speak up for the you to communicate over the music. And I'm not willing to sacrifice the music oh for, the, for the voice quality of this podcast. So you're just going to have to speak up. Um, <laughs> there's not much to say on... Then again, we're not the stats gurus on all of this. Um, except for men's. Caleb knows more about the women's games than anything. I know very little about the women's team. Yeah. So, we had, we had a win over Fort Valley State, three-point loss over Northern Kentucky, and we had a loss to Oakland. Um, the Oakland Bears. The Oakland Bears. From Michigan. Yeah, not Oakland, California. We had that discussion on episode 13. Go check it out. When it's posted. When it's posted. (laughs) It's finals week. Cut us some slack. Alright, I'm turning off this Norse music. It was a 61 to 55 loss. So. Fantastic. With that being said, let's move on to men's basketball. Yay. Alright, back to my first thought. Yes. We were talking about Virginia. Purdue smacked Virginia. By, I want to say, 32. No, by 29, I think. Purdue beat Virginia by 29 points, right? Smacked them. This is reigning champions, Virginia. Purdue beat Jacksonville State University by 32. 
Meaning that if we played Virginia, they'd only beat us by three points, which means we are competing with the for the national title holder this past year. I just don't think that's the case. We're going to ignore the fact that Virginia looks terrible, and this is a rebuilding year for them. We're just going to stick with JSU men's basketball can't compete with the number one, the national championship winning, Virginia. That's what we're going to go with. Final answer. It's up there, Steve. Good answer. I just don't think that's It's up there, Steve. Our high score was where? Detorian where? Detorian where is a good shooter. Uh, He didn't get a lot of minutes last year. Uh, He wasn't. He played 24 minutes. Yeah, it didn't seem like he was in particularly good playing shape last year. Um, But he can shoot. Um, He was 4 for 11 on field goal. Um, one for five on three point and four for four on free throw. Had five total rebounds, one assist, one steal, and 13 points. Good for him. I like him. I think he's a good addition to the team. Or a good addition to, like, contributing to the team. But yeah, it was an 81 to 49 loss. So. Rest in peace. But then we played the Chicago State Cougars. Woohoo! And beat them seventy-one to sixty-two. Which Chicago State is probably one of the worst D one teams. Yeah. In my opinion, they also have a lot of um, financial issues with their um, athletic program. I read an article about that over Thanksgiving break. How long ago was that game? Is about November 29th. Okay, it's so been one week. It's been one week since. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and this was the first one, first game of the Emerald Coast Classic. Wow. Um, and actually, our top three scorers were uh, St. Hilaire. Who is that? Derek St. Hilaire. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching him play. When we played, I want to say it was Brescia, and we smacked him. Yeah. And yeah, he looked good. But everybody looked good because we played Brescia. So I would have looked good playing against Brescia. Yeah, he played 30 minutes, uh, 7 for 10 on field goals, 3 for 5 on 3 points, 5 for 8 on free throws, uh, 3 total rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, and 22 points. Yeah, we're going to be a much more balanced team this year. I think we've just been repeating the same things we said about the basketball team, but that's just because realistically we haven't seen them play very much right? Um, in person. Uh, but we're going to be more balanced this year. We have a lot of guys that are pretty good, as opposed to last year when we had Jason Burnell and then some guys who were okay. But um, we have a much more balanced roster and – Instead of just giving it to Jason every time, we're actually going to be playing basketball. So it's exciting. We had three players um, account for 49 of our points. And then the rest were to make up 71. Uh, Jay Cross. Jakar Cross? Is that his name? Yeah. He played for 28 minutes, 5 for 8 on uh, field goals. Yeah, Jakar Cross. 
his only free throw attempt he made, or um, three point attempt he missed, was three for five on free throws, uh, three total rebounds, four steals, and four points. steals. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Detorian Ware played seven. Wow, twenty seven minutes, five for nine on Sucks. field goals. Shush. Don't bring Southerners That's a little, that's a little inside joke there for you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't bring Southerners in. I'll this. do whatever I want. Uh, three for six on three-pointers. One, one for one on free throws. Eric, I swear to God. Uh, seven total rebounds. One <laughs> oh, my gosh. We played the UTC Mocs next and lost by three. Boo. Chuck Fattanooga. Chuck Fadanuga. Cross was actually one of the starters, and the other two games he was the he was on the bench. Um, so he was he was a starter in the UTC game. Do you remember the tournament we went to in Mexico last year? Yes. Okay, so there were two different like championships. We were in the other side because there's like a there was like a mid major part of the tournament and then a major conference yeah. type of tournament. So we were in the mid-major um, part of the Emerald Coast Classic and we played UTC. Lost by three. Sad day. Cross's first name, what is it? Jakara. Jakara Cross. J-A-C-A-R-A. Jakara Cross. He was our leading scorer for this game. Played 35 minutes, 9 for 13 on field goals, had no three-point attempts. 50% on Free throws, five total rebounds, one block, 19 points. And then our other next top scorer, Ty Hudson, I think. Yeah, Ty Hudson played 32 minutes, five for 13 on field goals, one for four on three points, one for three on free throws, three total rebounds, one assist, two steals, and 12 points. Nice. So. You hate losing to UTC. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, Rube, is that his name? Rube? R-O-U-B. Martin Rube. No idea, I have zero idea who you're talking about. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Martin Rube. Who Uh, is that? He's a... He plays for a basketball team? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of this man in my whole life. Um, He was on the bench, but played 20 minutes, 3 for 4 on field goals, 3 for 4 on 3 points. Three total rebounds and nine points. Wow. What a guy. So all of his points were three-pointers, and those three-pointers were field goals. Well, wait, I'm going to look him up. What's his name? Martin Rude. He is a forward for our team. He is from Collin, Czech, Czech Republic. He is 6'10", 235 pounds. And oh, wait. Isn't that that red-headed guy? Yes. Okay. I know who that is. He's one of our Central Europeans. We have three. There's this guy, Martin Rube. We're going to call him Rube. Um, and then Morose Zelznak. There's a lot of accents in that name. Don't know how to say it. I'm going to go with Morose Zelznak. That's the final answer. Zelznak. It's up there, Steve. Um, and then, oh, what's the guy's name? There's a small guy. He's also from the Czech Republic. Zelznak is from Slovakia. And Rube and the other guy, whose name escapes me, are from the Czech Republic. So, at some point in 
the year, it would be possible to have three Central Europeans and then Kane Henry, who's also European. So to have four Europeans on the court at one time, this would be a possibility. Um, I don't know why or how we're getting all these Central European recruits, <coughs> but sure. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we started with Giga, right? Giga was yeah. kind of the first one. He paved the way for Martin Rube, who's 6'10". Alright, so the next game we played was George Mason Patriots. Um, it was a 67-60 loss, putting our Gamecocks at 2-5. and five. Yeah. Record looks bad, but we, we played some good games. Uh-huh. Um, so, our actually, our top scorer was Detorian Ware. Um, and he was on the bench. He played for 23 minutes, 8 for 16 on field goals, 3 for 10 on 3 points. Why you would give him the ball 10 times past the 3-point line, I don't know if he only makes 3. Who? Detorian Ware. Where was where was our I want to say it was our highest percentage three point shooter last year? But in a game, if you're going, where very well might be our best three point shooter is what I'm getting at. Okay, well, yes, he actually, actually no Cook had the best three point percentage. Well, he might have had the best percentage, but I think our best three point shooter is Detorian Ware overall. Correction, Harden had the best percentage. James. But... I think um, Ware is our best three-point shooter. And I'm with the personal belief that, you know. Ware had seven total rebounds, uh, two assists, and 19 total points. Yeah, um, I, even if if your shooter's not shooting well, I don't think you stop giving him the ball. I think you still give him opportunities. If he's, I think if you're open, shoot. And even if, if you're – there's this – what's it called? The hot hand fallacy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The idea that – Let's say I flip a coin three times and you pick it right three times in a row. The odds of you picking the fourth one are still 50-50, regardless of the fact that you've picked the last three in a row. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know it's not exactly the same thing, but I feel like you don't take the ball out of your shooter's hand, um, even if he's having a kind of... It was 30% is not like a terrible, terrible, terrible three-point shooting night. Um, I don't know. I don't see any problem with him letting him keep shooting. Especially this early in the season. For those of you that don't know, we are coming up on our probably biggest basketball game of the season. First, we got to play Alabama A&M in Huntsville. That's where I'm from. So There you go. JSU making a hometown appearance. Um, and then we play Troy. So, first I want to get this off my chest. Troy sucks. Look, Troy. <laughs> so... Whoop, uh, Troy. But that game is next Wednesday, and it's right after finals. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of people at that game. Hopefully. There's going to be there's gonna be a lot of people at that game. I know for a fact that a lot of people are staying, if they can. Um, the problem is I don't know when housing is closing for the lower classmen. I know uh, most of the upperclassmen dorms are staying open but uh for those you don't know most of the freshman housing closes for christmas break um and thanksgiving break so you can't stay you have to go home or you have to go somewhere as long as you're not on campus why 
that's a whole nother can of worms we're not going to talk about. But that may pose an issue for attendance. But then again, I don't think freshmen are making up the majority of attendance. No, of these I think it's anyways. upperclassmen. Yeah. Because upperclassmen and alumni, I mean, the last people or the youngest people to know about the Troy Jackson State rivals are most of your fourth years and up. Yeah. So third years and down, they don't know about Jacksonville State and Troy from the past, unless they had parents that went to JSU. Yeah. I mean, they do hear everybody just yell, whoop Troy, though. So they probably are just like, yeah, yes, whoop, yes, whoop Troy. Aha, that is correct. Without any context to that saying whatsoever. But that's going to be a crazy game. That's going to be a good game. And I, I, really, I think we've got a shot. I really... I know we're going to win that game. <laughs> Troy's basketball program sucks. <laughs> you better knock on some wood, young man. Troy is 3-6 and six right now. You knock on wood right now. What's our record? 2-5. and five. Yeah, you see? But Troy has lost to Alabama A&M, Texas A&M, Indiana, Chattanooga, and UAB. We also lost to Chattanooga. By three. How much did they lose to Chattanooga by? Uh, six. Okay, okay. So we're going to beat Troy by three. By the law of relativity. No, not six. <laughs> yeah, six. Never mind. I, yep. My math's correct on that. You had trouble with that mental math of six? The difference was six. What were the scores? 74 to 68. That would be six. Can't um, confirm. That would be lost? six. Because we'll have common opponents in Alabama A&M as well, Alabama A&M beat them 80-66. to 66. All right. I'm so. feeling confident. Knock on wood. Uh, I'm feeling confident. I think we're going to get the dub. And Alabama A&M is 1-5 with their only win against Troy. Ooh. All right. I'm feeling confident. Um, I think that does enough to wrap up basketball. We'll have greater yeah. insight we when play, we actually watch the Troy game. We play Alabama A&M at 4 o'clock Saturday. At Alabama A&M. Yeah. And so our next home game is Troy. Yes. Okay. Um, I think that does a good job of wrapping up basketball. Mm-hmm. So why don't we shift over to overlooked sports. First one, volleyball review. We mentioned either 12 or 13 that they won the regular season OVC. Not sure if they'd ever done that before. They have. It they was, have? It's been since early 2000s. It's been a minute. So good for them. They did not win the tournament. We hosted the tournament. I want to say they got third or fourth. It was something like that. Yeah. We finished the season 20 and 10 with a conference record of 13 and 3. We beat uh, Southern Illinois Edwardsville. Crazy. <sighs> And then we got slaughtered by Moorhead State through zero. Rip. It was a good season. I know they've had some injury issues and things like that, so it's good to see them come out and and win the regular season, uh, even if they didn't win the tournament. Uh, let's hope this can be the start. Yeah, I was a bit the, when they released the not the NCAA tournament, but the it's kind of like the NIT for volleyball. Mm-hmm. When they released that list, I was very surprised to not see JSU on that list. There's actually a bunch of other mid-major teams that have either losing records or 500 records. Hmm. So I don't know if we're getting that fight. 
I don't know if we did get an invite. And just declined? Just, yeah. Or if that's a tournament where you get an invite and you have no say so you're participating. Yeah. But this is a good start heading into next year, so good luck Gamecocks on that. Lady Gamecocks next year. So, all right. Good job, Lady Cox. Now, the one thing, because you said we needed to add Rifle. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about Rifle, because Rifle does really well, and nobody has, I've never heard a single soul talk about Rifle. Well, what surprised me is I saw an article, I don't know if you shared it or somebody else shared it on my I've, Facebook. I've not been known to share things, but so it probably was not. JSU Rifle is ranked 14th in the nation. Yeah, I've been saying, I've been telling these boys we need to talk about Rifle on now, Overlook Sports now, because I, they're really good. Now, I don't know how Rifle works. I truly have zero idea. <laughs> I, like, I've but, read a couple articles where it's like, yeah, this person scored this in this category and this in Air Rifle, and I don't know. I just don't know, man. I had, yeah, a, I I had tried, a tough time following volleyball when I went to watch it, so I truly have zero idea. I tried to like read up on stats and everything, and my brain just hurt, so I just stopped it. I just but know I we're looked, pretty good. I looked up the rankings. Let me see if the rankings have changed. But right now, we're ranked 14th in the nation. Alright, so... We are ranked right behind Murray State. Who okay. we are... Who we always fight for the OVC. Now, title. this is ranked in what? In the OVC? Nation. Nationwide. nationwide. So this, now, this is everybody nationwide. Yeah, there's actually four OVC teams ranked nationally. Dang! Okay, it is, OVC. It is Murray State, JSU, UT Martin, and Moorhead. Wow. So, so it's the OVC is not a football conference. And it's not a basketball the rifle, conference. The rifle rankings only do top 20. Hold on. Top 20. Top 20. So, um... We're actually ranked ahead of the Coast Guard. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> We're ranked ahead of Army. Nice. Um, but the teams ranked above us are Mer- in order going up to number one is Murray State, Alaska, Ohio State, Navy, Ole Miss, NC State, Nebraska, Memphis, Air Force, Akron, Kentucky, West Virginia, and TCU. Yeah, Alaska. I know Alaska has something to do with rifle because our rifle team goes to Alaska every year or so. Every, maybe it's every two years, but they go to Alaska for like a tournament or whatever rifle. I guess wow. it's a tournament. But yeah, I always knew they were good, but I just know nothing about rival, um, right? Rival, rifle. Yeah, I know they do it based on points, and our overall points are forty six forty. And TCU is 47-18. So, hold on. Let me do that. We are almost 80 points behind TCU. I don't know the significance of points at all. I don't either. So, so is that a lot of points? Don't know. Doesn't sound like a lot of points. But I, I truly don't know. I do know that I think I'm the only person that still listens to Blues Traveler. Which is the band that sings this song. You ever listen to Blues Traveler? No? Brandon is not happy with my music decisions. Here, you'd know this song. You know this song. This song was in Chicken Little. Yeah, I know that. 
Yeah, this is Runaround. See, you know Blues Traveler. I think I'm the only person that listens to Blues Traveler still. Leave a leave a comment on the Facebook post that we're going to make. If you still listen to Blues Traveler, or if you really like the Bare Naked Ladies, or that song One Week. Let me know. Alright. So. Let me know what music you want to hear as an intro. Because I, I think now the intro music is going to be different every oh, week. Oh, but I like the one we have. I do like the one we have. The one we have is a song called Manchild by the Kyle Gas Band. And that, if I played baseball, that'd be my walkout song. Cause that would be my walkout song. What would your walkout song be if you played baseball? My walkout song would be something country. Oh, my God. My. <clears throat> Sorry, I almost threw up. <laughs> I like country music. I just don't think it makes a good baseball walkout song. All right, but so I, anyways. So I think it's time we call Caleb. I think it's time we call him up. Hello? Caleb. Yep, go ahead. Oh, are you ready to do predictions, young man? I think I am. All right, you are, you are on the podcast, my man. All right, I think we're ready to rumble. So let's let's get the predictions going, Brandon. I am just for context for the listeners. I am holding my phone right up near the microphone. So we're gonna try to see if we can get this to work. All right, I had to cut out one game from this week, and it was the Austin v. Arkansas game. Ah, uh, ribbon piece. Um, because it was already played. So let's just jump into other games that have been played. I have to get rid of Louisville, Michigan as well. Pitt versus Louisville. I, I got to go with Louisville. Yeah, I really do. That, Louisville's a really, really talented team. Uh, they're fast and athletic. Really one of the top teams in the country. Pitt has some talent, but the ACC is loaded, and Louisville's no different. So give me, give me Louisville. I'm going to go Louisville as well. Yeah, I'm going Louisville. I watched Louisville, Michigan the other night, and I was just blown away at how good Louisville is this year. So I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Penn State at Ohio State. See, this is actually a pretty interesting matchup. Both teams, talented Big Ten teams that have a lot more upside, a lot more ceiling than they do for. Uh, I mean, they, make it, they have the ability to be really good. I don't think they're going to be bad um, in the long run. But i got to go Ohio State. They're a well-coached team. Um, with Penn State, I haven't been too impressed with clock management in some games. Uh, Ohio State seems like they're managing things a lot better, so give me Ohio State. Just to be contrarian, I'll disagree with Dubs. You're going to go Penn State. Sure. As much as I want to pick against Ohio State, I cannot. Only reason is, is because Penn State lost to unranked Ole Miss, who is and 5-3, and that's their only loss. So I ha- I have to go Ohio State. They're ranked. They're undefeated. They're playing well. So I have to go Ohio State. Now I do need to point out just when you mention all this, there are only two undefeated teams in the SEC. But they haven't had conference play yet. Being via- yeah, I know. Only undefeated teams left in the SEC are Auburn and Arkansas. So being five and three right now is not the worst thing in the SEC. This is true. That is a wonderful point right there, Dubs. What do we got next? B dog. B-Dog. I like that nickname. Next game is Arizona against Baylor. Against Baylor? Yes. Arizona. Oh, I, I, I gotta go with Arizona. Final answer, I Arizona. Gotta, I gotta go with Arizona. Baylor's a solid program. Arizona's been run way too well. 
Okay. I'm going to go upset here. I'm going to go Baylor. Hopefully basketball season can turn around for me. Alright, next game. Colorado at Kansas. Colorado at Kansas? Oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> <No>. I, <laughs> I just played a sound effect I didn't mean to play. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, Dubs. Yeah, Colorado, Colorado at Kansas. So, as much as I don't like Kansas, as much as I really can't stand Bill Self, um, and when I say that, I, I 100% think that Kansas is a horribly run program that is corrupt and cheap. But they they get away with it more often than not. So I'm going to go with Kansas because as of right now, they have players that I'm sure they've paid for. I'm sorry, Dubs. You're lucky he can't hear this. Yeah, Dubs can't hear the sound effects that I'm playing, but that's okay. You'll hear it when we post the, post the recording. As if Dubs is gonna listen. <laughs> so right. you're you're picking Kansas, right? Very much. What was the game? I don't even remember the game. Can, uh, Colorado at Kansas. Kansas. Final answer. Yeah, Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. Alright, next two games are JSU games. JSU at Alabama AM. JSU will beat Alabama AM. J- JSU. Alright. What bad, but what happened that bad? This is a good I don't think we're bad though. No, we're not that bad. I think I think I think we're a lot better than the record will show. I was impressed by how well they competed against George Mason, but I don't think this team has as high of a ceiling as they have the last two years. I think I that think since we're playing I think since we're playing more balanced basketball. Dubs, I'm 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 speaking, young man. Hey, hey, hey what, what age are you again? Young man? I think since we're playing more balanced basketball and we actually have people that can shoot from three, that's going to not completely make up for all the seniors we lost, but that's going to do a better job than people think it's going to. Um, See, I just don't think we have a guy that we can go to like we have in the last couple of years. I just don't think we need one. And I I think you need that in, in in tough games, like against Murray State, against Belmont, against Austin Peay, like the stars are going to shine, and we don't have a star. I will counter and say that we don't have a star yet. I think somebody's going to come into that role pretty soon within the next couple weeks, and then we'll kind of know where things stand. And I I really like Kane Henry, to be honest with you. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, so interesting thing about Alabama A&M. Alabama A&M's only win is in... 80 to 60, 66, 68, something like that, win over Troy. That's their only win. Next game is JSU versus JSU versus Troy at home. Renewing the rivalry. Let's go. Whoop, Troy. JSU's taking the dub. It's got to be. What say you, dubs? I don't know, man. <sighs> I'm exhausted. I've been sick for three days and I can't hardly sleep. Um, life is just perfect right now. I don't know what that has to do with picking this game. Well, I've already picked the game. Did you already say JSU? I did. I said JSU before you did. Did I miss that? Yes, you did. Man, I was probably looking up sound effects. And get section later. Now he thinks he just ignore me. Ooh. That's the power I have. I have the power to play sound effects. 
<laughs> Dubs, I wish you were here and could hear all the fun sound effects I'm finding. It's not really as no, much I'm sound not, effects as I'm playing songs. I really wish I could be there. Uh, I think we're... Are we wrapped up here? Yeah. Are we wrapped up and good to go? Oh, didn't mean to do that. Ooh, I guess we're starting the outro now. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing the fight song, Dubs. You had anything to say? Not really, man. For those of you who listen and are, and are supporters of the Marching Southerners, we give a big congrats to Eric Jeter. He is next year's head section leader for the Southerners trumpet line. Thank you. Thank you, Dubs. I appreciate and that. He's our boy. Um, super proud of him. Um, there are two other people who are section leaders, but they're dweebs and they're not on the podcast. Yeah, we don't care about them. We're a couple, yeah. couple of idiots. Just kidding. I love yeah. you. I love you. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we love Brandon and Madison. Hey, Brandon's going to be you know, he's going to be with Cavaliers all summer, so we don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, it'll be fine. All right, Brandon, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, just follow everything that we have on social media. Follow our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go Coptopus. All right, since I started the fight song early, we're going to yes. back up halfway through. <laughs> and, all right, now we're, uh, what do I got to say? Oh, uh, cops are going to beat Troy by 90. Man, imagine if we did beat Troy by 90. How great would that be? Alright, Talkie Nation, over and out.